Welcome to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba. On today's program, I have a very special woman of God. Oh my goodness, this woman will bless your soul. I have uh, Jennifer Lewin with me here. She is an award-winning worship gospel artist or worship artist, I like calling them. And uh, she is going to be here with me today, right here in the studio. You're going to see her. We're going to talk about everything and anything. And you want to hear what God is doing through this woman of God. Stay tuned as we go to one of our tracks. We'll be right back.
enjoyed that track hey i got that woman of god here i couldn't wait to interview her she had to travel and drive through the traffic of uh, toronto but she is here in the studio my sister from another mother <laughs> amen good to see you you as well sir thank you so much for having me it's like i know you forever it's true <laughs> I, fo I follow your ministry we're one in the spirit you don't know who's following you by the way it's true it's I follow true. your ministry. I follow what you do on the street. Wow. Talk to us today. Honestly, God has just been so gracious. And, and if you know me, then you know that I was the unlikely candidate for him to call and to use for such a time as this. But I'm just so grateful for all of the changes that he has brought to my life, the hard ones, the smooth ones, all of the transitions, because it has brought me to this moment. And by God's grace, I'm just going to keep going forward and doing what he tells me to do. You are here because uh, I got attracted to what God is doing in your life. Amen. You are a worship leader. You could have stayed there. Mm -hmm. You are a songwriter, gospel artist. You could have stayed there. Yeah. But you minister on the street as well. Yes. Why? Well, I can tell you how it happened. That that wasn't something I wanted to do. <laughs> like I said before, I go on the instruction. And I was shooting one of my music videos, uh, Stay With Us, and it happened to be outdoors uh, by the Scarborough Bluffs. And while we were out there shooting, so many people who were passing by were like, oh, what is that? Like, I feel goosebumps. And my team and I ended up ministering to people right there, out there in the open air. And the Spirit of God was like, Jennifer, pay attention. And I was like, pay attention to what? I'm, I am not going to do any open air anything. But later on that evening, the Lord spoke to me about worship without walls. And he said, this is what I've called you to do. You are called to open portals. And I want you to take that outside of the church and bring it to the streets. So I had no experience in street ministry. Um, so I just got a speaker and, and I told about two people, this is what I'm doing. They're like, okay, we're going to come with you. And that's how Worship Without Walls was born. And I go with a speaker and I begin to worship. And as I'm worshiping, the Spirit of God descends in that area. And then my team will move in and minister to the people. And we hand out Bibles and, and tracts. And sometimes we have like special items that we can hand out to those who need it. But we've seen testimony after testimony of how God is moving on the hearts of the people. And these are people who otherwise would not have entered a church building. That's true. And the beautiful thing I love about my team is that we don't all go to one assembly. So we're not there to promote church growth. We're there for the kingdom. It's not about come to my church. It's about come to this Jesus that we serve. And, and we have found over the past year that when the weather is the worst, like minus 15 and below, sometimes those are the times that we have the most response in terms of people, you know, accepting the Lord. Because they're probably thinking, oh, these people must really love Jesus. Yeah. If they're out the here you know, in the cold. That's, uh, actually, um, now that you mentioned that, that is one thing that uh, when I saw you on the street with the boots and snow and it's cold, <laughs> I'm like, what is this lady? Yeah. You are a mom, you are a wife, yeah. you got a family, um, uh, you love your family, but your passion for Jesus Christ yeah. and also to share Jesus with other people right. moved me so much mm -hmm. that uh, the world, wherever they are watching us, by the way, for those who are even joining us on uh, Life TV, our new outlet in Zambia, Southern Africa, in Africa. Wow. I know you're watching right now this program. Uh, I, I, I hope you'll be blessed with many more of this program. But, but woman of God, just... Uh, as I look at what you're doing on the street there, 
and people are able to see okay she's doing all these uh, mighty stuff but they don't know your beginning right they don't know your testimony right they don't know what motivates you mm -hmm. I want you just briefly to go into your testimony tell us how did you end up where you are mm -hmm. and how has the journey been thus far to be honest be previously when I was asked about my testimony I was a little bit not embarrassed but I felt like I don't have much of a testimony because I wasn't necessarily out in the world I pretty much was born and grew up in church but then I realized over time that him him keeping me is the testimony and uh, I can remember coming up in church and I actually started in a children's choir and I can remember my first solo it was uh, people need the Lord and as I sang it people were responding and we felt the presence of God and some people were crying and other people were like shaking under the power of God and it's in that moment I realized that he called me for something unique but I didn't quite understand it I couldn't articulate it at wow. that age and then I just kept serving children's choir then youth choir and when I was about 17 then God called me to the office of the Levite and I began to lead worship at my church and and at the time that that was the largest church in the city and uh, everyone who was worshiping and serving was at least 15 to 20 years my senior wow. so I didn't I was not the one who belonged there yeah. at all because you were young young and I was rough around the edges as well like I had the red hair <laughs> I had the piercings up to here so it was not supposed to be me but and I think that that is part of what has kept me humble just mm -hmm. knowing for sure that I on my own I don't qualify yes I don't qualify but his grace has been sufficient for me and so the passion in terms of sharing Jesus with folks on the street is that I know that a lot of people have been turned off and hurt by the church system yes, yes. and the charge wasn't for them to come but the charge was for us to go to go yes so I feel like how can we sit around and just go to church week after week like it's a country club mm -hmm. regurgitate the same message and think we are doing anything for the kingdom we are not mm -hmm. But it's necessary for those who are outside who won't necessarily go into the church to hear about this Jesus, to hear that he saves, to hear that he delivers, to know for sure that he heals. And that's pretty much the mandate of my team. And we have a slogan and it says, until all have heard. And we just go. That's it. There, we don't have like a program. There's not a specific structure. We just go and share Christ. You are a worship leader. Yes. And uh, not just... Uh a singer you are a worship when we say worship you love the intimacy with the presence of God yeah, absolutely uh, I've, I've watched mm -hmm. some of um you know the, the the places where you go to minister in churches you mm -hmm. you are on your knees like you draw the presence of God in the atmosphere of mm -hmm. worship in a time as this one we are living in why is worship such an important aspect it's so important because he inhabits the praises of his people and so if we are finding that we are in situations that are confusing you know or we're depressed or there's heaviness that he literally is looking for those who are worshiping him so when we stay in an attitude of worship he he becomes part of the atmosphere and where he is then all of these things the heaviness and sickness and all of these other things that are just out and about in today's world cannot be present I've had to worship 
through heaviness. I've had to worship through disappointment. I've had to worship through sickness. And I know we say, yeah, we got to pray without ceasing. But there's something about worship that just lifts an entire room and an atmosphere. The scriptures say that my soul makes her boast in the Lord. Let the oppressed and afflicted, it says humble, but it really translates as the oppressed and afflicted hear it and be made glad. Something miraculous happens when we worship and not just corporately, even in our own personal time. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Not just co uh, uh, corporately, but in our personal lifetime. Now, uh, to get where you are today, obviously, hasn't been easy. No. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I tell people they like to look at what I do, what I've been doing and all that yeah. stuff. And they feel like um, I just dropped from heaven and here I am. <laughs> and when I share with them the good, the bad, the ugly, right. they're like, what? Yeah, it's a lot. Could you share with our audience around the world what makes your faith unstoppable such that you passionately save this Jesus mm -hmm. even in minus 20 degrees you still saving him on the street mm -hmm. so my question to you is simple what makes you unstoppable or what makes your faith in what you do unstoppable what makes my faith unstoppable is that it's not based on what I feel it's not based on what's around me but it's based on what I know mm -hmm. even the scriptures say that we are to worship him and praise him according to his excellent greatness so everything that we, my team and I try to do is not according to the elements, not according to COVID, not according to how we feel that day, because sometimes we don't feel like, yeah. but it's according to his excellent greatness. Amen. And when we keep Amen. at the forefront of our minds, his greatness, everything else is just a minutia when you compare it to the greatness of God. So I try to keep that at the forefront keep that at the forefront. I don't want to miss the mark because I just want to keep at my focus at his greatness. Well, before we go to where people can find your music, I just want you to tell us about uh, your ministry mm -hmm. worship style. Mm -hmm. Where do you get it from? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's hard to say uh, because I feel like I don't fit into many uh, classifications I've and boxes. That. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Because people are going to go there and see you, you know, um, really going at it. Like, yeah. Jesus, we... So, where did you get that from? Oh, that is an interesting question. Um, but I... What happens on stage is a reflection of what happens with me and Jesus in private. Amen. And oh, so, when I'm on the stage and I happen to be on my knees or on my face, that's because that's what I do at home. Yeah. You know, and I never want to be so polished and proper that I can't bend my knees on a stage uh -huh. or so polished and proper that, you know, tears can't flow from my eyes. A lot of the times when I'm going to minister, I don't even wear makeup Make because it's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> it's pointless. Because um, for me, it's not about music industry. It's not about even being an artist. Mm -hmm. uh, I, just, I just love to worship him and I just want to serve him and his people mm -hmm. in, this, uh, in this capacity. <laughs> wow. Wow. There are somebody watching right now, they're discouraged. Um, they feel like um, their giftings hasn't been utilized. Could you just minister to those people? Absolutely. To those who you know for sure that God has called you to do something, my encouragement to you today is to honestly stay focused on what he has called you to do. I know you may feel like I don't fit in anywhere, but the truth of the matter is you don't fit in anywhere. Because God has called you to be a voice, not an echo.
He's given you something unique that he wants you to release in the earth realm. And it doesn't matter what the person is doing on the left or on the right. It doesn't even matter what anyone has said to you concerning your gift. I promise you, your gift will make the room for you. Be patient. Keep trusting God. Keep serving him. Stay humble and let him direct you because I'm telling you, your gift will bring you before great men and women. Your gift will bring you before great men and women. Yes, it will. That's what it does. Some mm -hmm. of us, you know, we, we shouldn't even be doing what we do. True. You know, yeah. uh, uh, people know my testimony. I shouldn't even be here. Wow. Really. I shouldn't even, uh, you know, preach the gospel. But um, when God gives you that gift and he plants it in you, yeah. God will utilize it. So like she said, don't look to the left, right. Just look at what Jesus is doing in your life Amen. now. What is your favorite scripture? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> I want you to mention at least four. Well, there's one um, that I really love, and it's obviously Psalms 23. Everyone knows that the Lord is my shepherd, I, sh I shall not want. And the reason I love that scripture is because to me it's so broad. It's not just about finances. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just about money. It's not just about material things. It's everything. Because he is my shepherd, that means I shall not want for peace. I shall not want for joy. I shall not want for contentment. I shall not want for fulfillment. So I really love that scripture. Absolutely love it. The other scripture that I really love, and, and it's probably odd, but I really love the creation story. I love Genesis 1. I love how the scriptures describe how the earths were framed. And I love that scripture so much because I feel like God gave us such a great example of when we are supposed to speak. It says the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water and then God said. So to me, I feel like when His Spirit is moving, that is a perfect time for me to open my mouth and declare what I want to see happen in the earth realm. Wow. That is the perfect time for creative miracles to take place. So I really love Genesis 1. I really love Psalms 23. And the same one that I told you before about my soul making her boast in the Lord and the humble hearing thereof and being glad. And I relate that scripture back over into the scripture about Paul and Silas being in the prison and how they worshipped and they praised and the prisoners just heard the worship and were made free. So that goes to show you that our worship is not just even for us. It's an act of intercession. And that when people are present, when you're worshiping, their prison bands will always fall off as well. Praise God. Amen. I got two more questions here. You have um, an event coming up yes. called uh, Maximum, is it Maximum oh, Impact? Maximum yes. Capacity. Yes. <laughs> for October 9th. Oh, yes. The recording. It's the recording. Yes. Talk to us about it. Okay. So about two weeks ago, the Lord gave me a song and I was like, oh, okay. And then he said, okay, record it live. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he said, invite people to come and worship with you. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, okay. So we're doing a live recording now and we're inviting guests to be with us. Um, and so it's maximum capacity because I opened registration and in 24 hours it was filled. Wow. So the Lord gave, gave me a couple songs and one of the songs is taking out of, out of Psalm 67. And the latter part of the song talks about, you know, send us out all over the world so that men will see your works and know you are God. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I want to cover in that song and, and release in the earth is the prayer of intercession for the believer, for the evangelist and every believer to arise. Yes. And it doesn't necessarily look like street ministry, but maybe it's showing the love of Christ at your job or just being uh, polite to someone on the street. So we want to intercede on behalf of the, the, the church body, really, the kingdom, 
that the evangelists would rise up in each believer and that we also want to intercede for the souls that their hearts would be softened and that the spirit of god would even go and prepare the way for the word prepare the way for the ministry that will come out of the evangelists who rise up and that is incredible now i want you to just talk to us about um just in general um some of this the things you've battled with because Sometimes people see you successful mm -hmm. and they haven't seen just maybe one particular point, your lowest point mm -hmm. and how you navigated through it to pull through. Because right. I think that's where the problem many people are. Right. They know they've got a gift, mm -hmm. but your gift will encounter some uh, problems. For sure. For and sure. it is when it encounters those problems. We don't know how to navigate through. Right, right. Right. David went through that. Right. Saul wanted to take him out. Yes. But he knew how to navigate before Throughout, he got yeah. to. Can you just share something in those lines? To be honest, when I first began, um, I, I mean, like I said, I've been in music ministry a long time. So a lot of people who are seeing me now are like, oh, where did you come from? I've been here serving the whole yeah. time. <laughs> I really have. Uh, but I finally got, began to get original music in 2019. Yes. And I would say in 2019 was one of the hardest years of my life because I was ill. After I had my second son, I was just ill. And I don't know if you noticed, like in those older videos, I'm very skinny. It's not yeah. because I was on a diet. I wasn't doing keto. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing keto. Yeah. I was sick. Wow. I was very sick. Wow. And, um, you know, I, I felt like, am I wasting my time here? Because I'm still pouring out week after week, I'm in ministry week after week, and I'm practically dying on the inside. When I finally had one of my last surgeries, uh, they had to remove my gallbladder. The surgeon said to me, ma'am, I don't even know how you were living with that thing inside wow. of you. It was rotting and poisoning me from the inside. Wow. And for almost a year, they couldn't find what was wrong with me. So I was really suffering. Wow. Um, and I can remember feeling like I'm probably not going to make it. I remember I recorded the Victor song on the Monday and went in for surgery on the Tuesday and I said to my producer if I don't come out make sure you wow. <laughs> make sure you put this song wow. <laughs> make sure you put this song out but it was such a trying time because I was praying I was praying I was believing I was serving and it seemed like nothing was working but I'm telling you that I actually needed to go through that season because now as a minister I am definitely more compassionate Amen. When someone is going through something, I'm not just saying to them, oh, I know what you mean in a pretentious way. Yeah. I actually know what you mean. Yes. I know yes. what it feels like to feel like the hope is lost mm -hmm. and there's no solution for you. So I thank God for that season of crushing mm -hmm. because one of the things he said to me even during that time, and I didn't realize it, is that I'm a little bit antisocial by nature. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was before the Lord and I was like, oh, Lord, I love you, I love you, I love you. And he's like, how can you love me so and you don't love my people? Yes, wow. You know what I mean? Wow. And that broke my heart mm -hmm. because I love the Lord. Yes. And I thought I loved his people. Mm -hmm. But I realized I didn't really. I didn't have compassion. Wow. I didn't have empathy. Wow. wow. And uh, I was in my own little bubble. And so that season, it changed my life in terms of just being more in touch mm -hmm. with, the, with my brothers and sisters. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And that's how you're serving and everything. Mm -hmm. Now, um, just as we begin to wind up the program, I'm going to ask you to pray um, for our viewers as well. Where can the people find your music? 
Oh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Jennifer Lewin Music. You can find me on Instagram, Jennifer Lewin underscore official, on Facebook as well as Jennifer Lewin Music. Yeah, everything is there on the YouTube as well. I, I follow. I follow that. And, you know, they 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 need uh, they need to hear that. And then you got some new music that yeah, will be coming out. Yeah, there's gonna out. be some new music coming out very okay, soon. We're not gonna mention that because <laughs> we want we want to keep it as a surprise. Yes. And we're gonna actually have them on uh, Vine TV. Oh, thank our, you. Our Vine Music. Praise uh, God. We're gonna air them here as well as our KITV Worship uh, music. But I'm gonna bring uh, back after the music is released so that we can talk about um, our latest music that will be coming out. But um. Um, I just want you to take some time uh, and uh, look in the camera there mm -hmm. and uh, take your time like take your time we have uh, about six minutes here uh, for you to just minister mm -hmm. and um, you know a word of encouragement or a prophetic word there is somebody right now I can sense in my spirit mm -hmm. they are watching this program especially after you shared your testimony losing hope with the sickness that was yeah. on you not knowing if you're gonna make it right but here you are today and there's somebody going through the same mm -hmm. situation right now they've gotten a doctor report they don't know if they're gonna make it or things have been just uh, going from bad to worse to worse mm -hmm. I just want you to minister to them Amen. Uh, just looking that kind I of just want to encourage you right now in the name of Jesus that even in the face of everything that is going on all around us and I know people in the body of Christ and even outside are facing so many challenges. But the scripture declares in Isaiah that when there is a casting down, when men say there's a casting down, we will say that there is a lifting up. So even over your life right now, I just want to declare over you that there is a lifting up. It doesn't even matter what the doctor report says. I encourage you today to believe the report of the Lord and continue to speak the word of the Lord over your life. If you decree a thing, Zion, it will be established. So every day over your life, just declare the word of the Lord. And to those who are feeling alone, I want to encourage you today that Jehovah Shammah, he is your portion. He is the God who is with you always. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. There is nothing that you're going through that can surprise him in any way, any shape or any form. Know for sure that your destiny, that your future is settled in him. He has you in the hollow of his hand. You are safe there. You are protected. And whatever God has called you to do in this season, I would ask you and beg you to begin to prepare for the harvest that you are expecting. If God has given you a dream of a book, I pray that you would start writing. If God has given you the dream of singing songs of Zion, I pray that you would tune in to hear the sound of heaven so that you can release what he has for you to release in the earth realm. There is nothing that is impossible to God. And even in this season, he is making the impossible possible. Trust me, he is doing it for me. And he has added a special grace to my life to fulfill and accomplish. Yes, Lord, thank you. To fulfill and accomplish that which he has set before me. So even now, I pray that you would tap into this grace, that you would be given supernatural ability, yes, to accomplish that which has been set before you. You are above and never beneath. And your destiny, the plans that he has for you, hallelujah, they can never be thwarted. I pray right now that you would come into divine alignment and agreement, yes, God, to what God has for your life. I pray that even now that you would say yes and amen to his plans, that you would say yes and amen to his will that you oh hallelujah by the power of the spirit of god in this season in this season not even waiting for the next would be able to manifest his glory in the earth realm 
There is a generation of people, there's a multitude of people who are waiting on your yes. There's a multitude of people who are waiting for you to step in to divine alignment with the Spirit of God for your life. I pray that you will not miss your mind. Hallelujah. I pray that everything that is standing in your way will only become a stepping stone to take you to where God has for you. Hallelujah. And in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would walk into another level of supernatural manifestation. I pray that you would just see miracles everywhere. I declare over your life miracles everywhere, in your finances, in your home, that you would have supernatural resources, yes, hallelujah, to accomplish that which he has set before you, hallelujah. I pray that you would prosper in every area of your life and that the light of God would shine so brightly in you that men would see you, hallelujah, and know that there is a God, hallelujah. Let his kingdom come and let his will be done in your life. In Jesus' name. My sister, it's a pleasure and an honor Praise to have God. you on Thank the Thank you so much for having me. I know this is not the last time I'm going to have Amen. you. No. I'm going to have you on this program <laughs> more and more. And to our viewers, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord watch over you. Mm -hmm. Until then, uh, shalom, shalom. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at kazumbacharles.com and share your testimony.